Welcome back to episode two of Equality Time. Lit. Lit. <laughs> I'm Maddie. <laughs> and I'm Sophie. What up, what and up, we're up? on Spotify and iTunes. That's right. <laughs> Look us up, give us a rating, follow, subscribe, whatever the things are. All the things. Comment. Spill the tea. Please. We'll read it. <laughs> well, we would love to read your tea spillage. Tea spillage. <laughs> so, what is your, like, media thing of the week? Do you have one? Um, well... Oh my gosh, I watched that movie you told me to watch. What is it called? Um the the Midsommar. Yes. It was That movie was so good. So good. So good. I was shook. I loved it. The whole time, like the filming, like the cinematography mm-hmm. was amazing. The yeah. main actress, I can't remember her like real name, but she did an amazing job like acting wise. Um I don't know. Yep. It was really good and crazy. <laughs> it was so crazy. The ending, dude. The ending. <laughs> well, even the beginning, like what happens to like the parents and the oh, sister. Oh yeah, right that away. That was like. Uh huh. And mm. then the parallels yeah. and how they that keeps coming back and. Uh, it, yeah. It's yeah. It was really good. So uh, anybody should go check out that movie. It's on Prime, I think, video. But uh, yeah, please check it out. That's mine. What about you? Yeah, that shit was good. Um, mine, I've been loving the show Dave. Have you heard of Dave? I have heard of it. Is it good? Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's so good. He's so funny. The whole show is so funny. All the characters are really good. Yeah, I... I dig it. I love a good comedy. Yeah. And it just got renewed for a second season, so I'm pretty stoked. hey Let's go. Yeah. I love when your shows Tiny get Penis renewed. doing things. I know. You're like, isn't that so nice? Yeah, you feel. I love when I have shows and they get renewed, and <laughs> I love that. Love that. I oh, love it. What's your positive of the week? Uh, my positive of the week is on May twenty sixth. Le- uh, gay marriage is legalized in Costa Rica. Let's go. Oh fuck yeah! Fuck that yeah. was awesome. Let's go. That's so awesome. That's definitely my positive thing. How exciting! That's a good positive. That's so exciting. Right? That's really... I didn't even hear about that. That's super cool. Good to know. Mm-hmm. What about you? Anything positive going on over there in Kansas? <laughs> so Kansas. Oh, so Kansas. positive here. Um, the gym opened up. That's uh, fun. At my apartment. So that's cool. Not like the main gyms, but... Like... Yeah. It can nine. only be used for... 20 minutes with two people at a time uh but like it's fine <laughs> honestly that's like my uh, ideal yeah if i could go to a gym and right? be like no only two people at a time i'd be like okay yeah <laughs> right and i like the only 20 minutes part two fuck working out it sucks yeah but oh, interesting 20 minutes. i think i gained like 20 pounds over quarantine so i'm really trying to get back back in the gym <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who knows? I don't even own a scale. <laughs> Dude, I didn't until yesterday. I bought one and it came in the mail. And then I weighed myself and I was like, wow. Ah, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's super exciting that we have a scale, though. Jordan likes weighing himself um, before he poops and <laughs> after he poops to see how much the poop was. <laughs> 
that. I don't know if you want to include that or not, but that is the scariest thing I've ever heard. How have the conclusions been? (laughs) It's been interesting. Okay, I don't know if I want to know the statistics on that. (laughs) Maybe, maybe keep the tea in there a little bit. In the yeah, less tea. (laughs) For sure. That's hilarious. I. I'm kind of intrigued, and now my only bias scale just for that reason. <laughs> yeah, right. It's so it's so interesting. Gotta know things that are good to know, right? <laughs> you can tell the doctor how much your poop weighs. You're good to go. Yeah. Last Tuesday <laughs> it was one pound. <laughs> I'm oh God. I, I'm sure his doctor loves that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Well, what are we talking about today, Sophie? Um, we're talking about the ERA, right? Yes. <laughs> I my hope so. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> rock. Try again. The Equal Rights <laughs> Amendment. Whoop, whoop. We're going to kind of just get into what the Equal Rights Amendment is, a little bit of the history, where it's at today. We should start off saying, though, a little disclaimer. We are not professionals in this field at all nope we not at all <laughs> you know take what we say with a grain of salt and if we do say something mm-hmm. uh factually wrong or whatever feel free to call us out <laughs> <laughs> please do we both knew about the era before but we took a class together right at washburn that kind of got us into all the details behind it we met a lot of like women that were visible in the 70s like doing shit to like make it happen remember that all those good times we did (laughs) we interviewed some really cool women like about their like actual involvement in era and their protest and like things they Mm -hmm. ran and stuff quite interesting yeah it was super interesting the class was not what we expected but right oh no the class was not (laughs) what we expected but we got a lot out of it for sure it was yeah (laughs) And I love Carrie. So. Love Carrie. Profe- our professor was She's was really cool, actually. Uh, well, mm-hmm. and it was really fun. I loved that day where we went and we interviewed all of those women. And we, they brought all their banners and their old, like, all their banners from, like, past women protest and their, all, all those cool buttons. There were so many buttons yeah. with, like, fun yeah. sayings on them. And then we got to interview these, a bunch of cool older women about their time. And it was very insightful. Yeah. But you have a women's studies super, minor, don't super you? Cool. Yes, it is one of my minors. Yeah, I was trying to think about why you took the class because I was trying to remember if it was for women's studies credit or, like, history credit or whatever. But I think it was one of those ones where you could, like, say it's whatever you want it to be. I think I took one or two women's studies classes. Mm-hmm. Um, but they weren't for a women's studies minor it was like I took them all for like a history like yeah like you were saying yeah okay but I remember Sharon by the end of my graduation be like you know you could take like two more classes and have a women's studies minor and me be like (laughs) (laughs) too much work I graduated I gotta go yeah it was cool though I I really enjoyed getting a women's studies minor especially because the last thing you do is whatever they call that like fancy senior thing like <laughs> but I got to do a project for mine and I did that whole fundraiser for human trafficking which was so fucking cool. Oh, that was awesome. Yes. Uh, and I got and I used that towards my credit. So, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that is awesome. 
And you... Sharon's good like that. Like, she lets you, like, pick things that you actually care about mm-hmm. and, like, make it work for the class, yeah. so... Sharon was the head of the Women's Studies Department at Washburn, where we went to college. And she's probably one of the best women I know. <laughs> I would say the same, she... yeah. Yeah, and you know her from theater too, yeah, right? Yeah, because she's she also, also the head like of the theater, chair. or yeah, the chair. The, yeah. yeah, I don't know that she ran the theater department too. The fancy one. Yeah, <laughs> she was a busy, busy woman. Mm-hmm. We could do literally a whole podcast talking about how awesome Sharon is and all the work she does. <laughs> yeah, you can see her in our uh, documentary if you go oh, check yeah, that you're out. Not listening, check it out YouTube. So. That's why we give a frick about the, well, we also care because we're women and we like, I mean, want equal rights. Yeah. But <laughs> equal rights for everyone. That's why we Not know about women. it. women. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Everyone. But, uh. That's one of the things that it's always kind of triggered me, but I saw it a lot in our research for this episode was like all the people who think that feminists are like cuckoo and just like love women and hate, hate men. men and stuff and i'm like that's not the fucking no. point chill no. out dude and literally the era like, you're not a feminist if that's how you feel exactly like, it's just so stupid the era is literally about equal rights for all sexes like it doesn't even yeah we'll get into that <laughs> right but yeah it's not mm-hmm. even just saying it doesn't say anywhere equal rights just for women <laughs> like that's anyway that's right. a whole nother battle i guess let's just start off with uh, what the Equal Rights Amendment says. And the Equal Rights Amendment is equality of rights under the law shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex. I'm going to just say ERA now for short. ERA stands for Equal Rights Amendment. Yeah. So a little back history just on like, I guess the way politics work in America is there's two ways for an amendment to be passed. It has to be three quarters of the Senate um, to pass it or the other way is the states pass it and you have to have at least 38 states out of the 50 to uh, vote for the amendment to be ratified. The National Women's Political Party in 1923 um, first proposed the Equal Rights Amendment but then four decades later in 1960s it was introduced into Congress. It won two-thirds of the votes from the U.S. House House Representative in 1971, and then on March 1972, it was approved by the U.S. Senate and sent to the states. When it was originally sent to the states, there was um, a deadline date of when it needed to, all the states needed to ratify it by. That deadline date was originally 1979, and we fell three states short of the passing. So then in October of 1979, Congress passed um, another thing saying extending the deadline for three more years until 1982. But that in those three years, no states ratified it in that time. Um, So technically the deadline has ended. Now, pretty much the women's movement kind of decided to try to just keep getting states to keep ratifying it. So it has been ratified by more states in Virginia recently was the 38th state to ratify it. And now we are at the stage of, oh, what do we do now? Is this date, um, this expiration date, is it valid? Um, how do we move on from there? Technically nowhere in the constitution it says you can put a deadline on ratifying amendments. Congress has the authority to impose deadlines, but they have the same authority to 
extend deadlines and remove deadlines. So, like... Exactly. Yeah. There, well, yeah. Like, there are bills right now that would remove the deadline on the ERA. So, hopefully, that works out. So, we'll kind of see what happens. But let's kind of talk about what the ERA will do. It would help protect the reproductive rights of all sexes. It would help against pregnancy discrimination. It would help sweep away discrimination in work fields. It would help a woman and other any whatever your sexuality is achieve equal pay um allow men to get paternity leave it would um Mm -hmm. help in so many cases with um across all states of domestic violence and sexual harassment some of the arguments is we don't need the ERA because we have things like passed like Violence Against Women Act in the ni- in 1994 mm-hmm. or the Title IX of Education Amendment of 1972 or the Equal Pay Act of 1963. But the problem with all a lot of those acts and stuff like that, once you get to court, there are many loopholes. Yeah. One of them, like courts call it the, quote, factor other than sex defense. It's mm-hmm. a big problem and that's why more than... 50 million survivors of sexual assault and everything haven't gotten justice because of many, many loopholes that can get around some of these uh, acts put in play. The Equal Rights Amendment would help, like, pave the way and help open resources for people to reopen cases and get the justice that they deserve. I mean, many Americans think that women and men already are guaranteed equal rights by the constitution but we're not like the only thing really that's guaranteed is the right to vote out of all of the things that yeah the right to vote like there's no debating that we have that um the other things like there's loopholes and there's ways out of it so the amendment is intended to fix that basically but then there's also people like Phyllis Schlafly. Oh, don't get me start me with that a lady. Proudly anti-feminist Republican. <laughs> so she's so proud. So she held there's a huge people, movement against the ERA. Yep. One quote of hers that will always remain in my mind is sex education classes are like in-home parties for abortions. <laughs> That's what she says. What? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. And she also said, women like to marry a man who makes more than she does. <laughs> that is... Like, she thinks it's, like, a turn-on. Like, the, the gap in The in gap wages, in wage like, is the, the turn- sexiest yes. thing ever. <laughs> oh, and she used to tell people, she used to be like, if you don't get married young, then you're a radical feminist lesbian. A radical <laughs> like, feminist lesbian. If, if, like, the only way to get equal rights is to be a radical feminist lesbian then Sign I'm a fucking up. radical feminist lesbian <laughs> like, Sign uh, me in. put me in coach she just gets me going <laughs> for real put me in coach I remember learning about her in a couple of our classes and being like what who is this woman yeah like we watched the video of her one of her interviews in that women's studies class and oh, the whole class was like laughing yeah, at her. Yeah, on like national She's television. So weird. And on like, national television she was yes. just saying women don't deserve rights and then was like join my cause and right. it's crazy. Just like imagine being a woman and like not wanting equal rights to your husband like that doesn't right. make any sense yeah. to me. I don't Listen, the first thing I ask when I go on a sense. date is do you make more money than me? Oh, you don't? Oh, sorry, never mind. <laughs> Phyllis right. said I can't oh, date you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing gets me hotter than <laughs> many make more money yeah. than me. 
That'll turn that, me right that, on. That's all it takes. <laughs> that's all it takes. All I need. Oh, gosh. Ugh, girl. Mm-mm-mm. Well, okay, and then that kind of reminds me of the thing you sent me before this, too. The woman that got paid off to change her mind about Roe Road versus, versus Wade. Wade. Yeah, I didn't even do too much yeah. research on that because I just saw it. But it, I think it just, before she died, apparently, yeah. admitted it. <laughs> yeah, it was like her deathbed confession was that she was paid off to, to... And she basically said everything that they wanted her to say. Like, she didn't say anything of her own sense and brain and whatever she just said whatever they made her say which is so freaking dumb yeah well and it's kind of scary to think about too of like how much how much of stuff like that has happened in the past and is still going to keep happening of people getting paid off or literally whatever it is Mm -hmm. like crazy sneaky shit like that that to even go off on a way further topic that reminds me of like You know those people who are plugged into audiences on the news and stuff that are, like, not actually... Like, they're paid actors and actresses to, like, do that stuff. Oh, really? Anyways. Like, on news? That's, like, a thing. Oh, I don't know. Like, on TV news? On TV news? (laughs) Just made me think about it. Yeah, like, people are paid to... Like, crimes will happen and stuff, and, like, it's found out that they're, like paid people but anyways let's not worry about it (laughs) crazy that they're trying to put a time limit on women's rights right yeah it's so fun (laughs) (laughs) so fun like it sucks just as a woman in general but like imagine being an older lady Mm -hmm. that has been around forever and has waited like a hundred years for this to happen and then to be told it's not the right time (laughs) well that's what we found out so much when interviewing all these people they had these stories of like yeah their best friends who like died because they got they had to do an abortion illegally and it Mm -hmm. went wrong because they didn't have the resources that they should have had to make the choices that they should have the option to make about their own body you know what I mean or like stories yeah these women have insane stories and it makes you want to get involved (laughs) It sh- it should it should light that fire yeah under your butt well and like this the ERA is I feel like becoming even more important like now in twenty twenty as we progress yeah. with mm-hmm. um, LGBTQ and explore yeah. the range of sexuality like it is gonna become yeah. really important um it's definitely talked about a lot more i think since uh, like 2017 when uh the women's march happened january of 2017 Mm -hmm. like all the pussy hat things and all that stuff that's when i believe nevada um approved the era and then the me too movement Mm -hmm. that's what led illinois to do it and now virginia and yeah there's all this stuff with the lgbt community i mean yeah i think that's probably has something to do with why Virginia's doing it. All these different, like, giant protests and things seem to lead them this way. Slowly but surely. But now we can't do it because there's a freaking deadline. But we don't really know that. <laughs> that guy, what is it, David Ferrero? He's the um, yeah. current archivist. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's up to him to decide whether to certify the uh, Virginia situation so the department of justice they stated 
Here's a quote. Uh, we conclude that Congress has the constitutional authority to impose a deadline on the ratification of the ERA, and because that deadline has expired, the ERA resolution is no longer pending before the states. But, like we said before, Congress has the authority to impose deadlines, but with that comes to extend deadlines and to remove deadlines. So, the whole thing that they said and people are following, uh, it's just bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah. On February 13th, 2020, the U.S. House of Representatives voted to pass the H.J. Res. 79, which is the joint resolution to remove the original time limit assigned to the Equal Rights Amendment. A joint resolution is often used in the same manner as a bill. If passed by both the House, the Senate, and signed by the President, it becomes a law. Uh, Joint resolutions are also used to propose amendments to the Constitution, so now we have to see if the matching Senate Joint Resolution 6 will be supported. So... If that goes through and the president signs it, we're in the clear. <laughs> but the current battle is eight, as SJ Res 6 um, for the Senate. So I'll tweet out some information for the senators who have been selected for focused attention. Um, and if you mm-hmm. live in one of the states on that list, you should definitely call your senator. You should probably call your senator either way, honestly, but I'll share those. And some type mm-hmm. of script, too, if you, like, don't have a clue of what to True. say. Um, and then call. Please make a call. <laughs> Check our social media, and we'll put we'll have yeah. more links about the ERA. The ERA actually has a really good website. It's amazing. Like, any question you have about it or literally any information you want to get, check out that website probably first. Yes. And then, you know, you can go on and do some more research yourself, please. But uh, we will definitely mm-hmm. post some links of good places and stuff like that. Yes. Oh, should we talk about the five states that have voted to withdraw the ratification? Yeah, let's spill the tea. So, (laughs) Nebraska, South Dakota, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Idaho are the five states that have voted to withdraw the ratification. Um, The Constitution doesn't say anything about if this is allowed, but there were states that tried to to resign their ratifications of the 14th and 15th Amendments, which guarantee equal protection of the laws and the civil war Mm -hmm. after the civil war sorry guarantee the equal protection of the laws after the civil war and african-americans the right to vote so those uh were not recognized by congress so it's Mm -hmm. up to congress to decide whether they will recognize the ones for the era or not um and we'll just hope that they continue to say no to that hopefully (laughs) because that would suck it would. Took a hundred years to get here, and now they're like, mm, five of us want to go. Right. Nope. And what really makes me mad about it, like, Ugh. I mean, there's a lot of things, but the fact that it's five, like, really pisses me off. Like, not just, like, one state was like, I want out. Like, five of them really want out. Like, and it's not right. even, like, all 50 are down. There's only 38 down, and five of those are like, fuck this. Yeah. Anyways, well, and that I, makes me angry. I would love to hear their exact reasoning on why. Like, yeah, I couldn't find that either. So it's probably something dumb. What's interesting about um, another big, like, people say another big um, part of the ERA people don't like is women getting drafted. So yeah. they're like, oh, if the ERA um, passes, women can be drafted. But uh, fun fact, women can already be drafted. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Congress already has the power to draft women as well as as well as men. 
The Senate debated the possibility of drafting nurses in preparation for a possible invasion of Japan in World War II. In 2019, women in the U.S. military made up 20% of the Air Force, 19% of the Navy, Navy, 19% of the Navy, 15% of the Army, and almost 9% of the Marine Corps. Women have participated in every war our country has ever fought, and they have held top-level positions in all branches of military, as well as government administration to defense of defense and national security activities. Um, so pretty much these women are fighting and dying and risking their lives for our country and they are not even protected under the constitution. Yep. <laughs> pretty much. Yep. So that doesn't make sense to me that nope. all these women are uh, dedicating their life and risking their life for our country and our country can't even give them their rights equally back. Yep. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> <sighs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's super crazy. It blows my mind, honestly. I mean, and so at first when I was doing research about um, the the women being drafted, or can be drafted now, um, I was, like, really mad. But then <laughs> I realized that there hasn't been an active draft since 1973, um, and that there is likely to never be one again. <laughs> so... I'm not too worried about it, but... Right. Well, and also, everywhere I was reading was, like, we have our, like, voluntary join the military is huge still. Like, the amount of people who join is really big. And so that's kind of, I think, along the lines of they don't think we will need, quote unquote, cross our fingers hope, we won't need a big draft again. Yeah. Um, but go women in the military. Some strong, strong badasses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And for now, I mean, I think it's probably only fair for women to be drafted if we want to be equal. Um, Exactly. At 18, all men have to register, then all women should too. Exactly. Like, they're not registering with the fact that they potentially could go to war, like in mine. Like, the database is there to maintain a pool of potentially eligible people, Mm -hmm. you know? But it's, like, currently it's not a thing. So, for the draft to be, what is that word? Reinstated or whatever. Oh, right. The Congress and the President would have to get together and, like, be down. And, like, that's not a thing. (laughs) Like, that, yeah. It's just so rare for things to, like, go through everyone, which is the issue with the ERA, too. It's, like, nothing ever passes every level, it seems like. Mm-hmm. It, the, I mean, the draft is, like, a whole nother. We could do a whole podcast yeah, on the draft and for if sure. it is even needed or, you know, what the history of it. The history of the draft is actually kind of interesting, but, yeah. It, it's so interesting. It That could get yeah. a whole, that gets a whole nother level of complexity. Yes. That is very true. Okay, well, yeah, so that's why we care about the Equal Rights Amendment and what it is and what's happening right now, kind of. It's kind of hard to talk about what's happening right now with it because we're almost in a wait period of waiting for Congress. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. The only real thing you can do is, like, call people. Like, other than that, it's just, you just have to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, call people, spread the word, tell your friends about it, do some research on your own. 
definitely check out our some of our links and stuff we'll post on social media. Yeah, the biggest thing you can do is get educated so that if it comes up in your daily life or conversations with like your family or whatever, mm-hmm. you can have shit to say and like know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I think it's important just like history is important in general, but hopefully from this you've if you didn't know about it before, you know about it now and you can educate people on it. That's the tea. That's the tea. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, I mean, this one you... we didn't threaten Trump, so that's probably good. No, yeah, one episode down. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friends about it. Mm-hmm. Do what you can, and let's fight for some equality. For real, equality, baby. Equality. Simset, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, please leave them. Please do. And if you have corrections, uh, let us know. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) See you next episode. (laughs) See you next time.